to the This Is Me podcast with your host, Daniel. Today we're going to be talking about the LGBTQ plus community and topics surrounding that with my wonderful guests on my podcast today, who are absolutely wonderful and marvellous and can give an amazing insight into the community from not only an inside perspective, but also an outside perspective. So without further ado, I introduce Sophia Boyle and Keely Ashton. Hello. Hi. Hi, how are we all doing today? I'm doing good. How are you doing, Keely? I am great. How about you, Dan? How are you doing? Could be better, but, you know, life is life. No, you live life, <laughs> work hard, love eternally. So that's what I'm saying by goodbye. But I, I saw that you posted it the other day. I did post it the other day. You did? It got quite a lot of interactions. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, so see, it's just one of the things about being a gay guy. <laughs> slay. 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 Girlfriend slay. Oh gosh. Yeah. Well, you know what it's like to be surrounded by me. We do. Yeah. All too well. So, so give, us a bit, give us a bit of a description around that then to start off with. Why not? Let's get your honest opinions. My honest opinions of what? You? Of me. Well, yeah. Let, let's do it. Well, let's go, go. I mean. You're awesome, I suppose. Awesome. We all heard that, guys. I'm awesome. Very confident. Would you say overconfident or just... just no, the right amount. Right. Obviously, a good human. <laughs> um, and, I don't know, you're just my friend, so... Keely, what, what's... Yeah, the same. You're a new experience in life. <laughs> I'll say. <laughs> well, I'll be honest. I've had a new experience in life since round year 10, end of year 10, beginning of year 11, when I came out. Big deal. I came out in the very wrong way. Um, I know saying that just sounds weird in a way because there's no official way to come out. Yeah, damn right. But I came out in a very unorthodox way. Why? How did you come out? So I posted it on Facebook and showed that I was in a relationship with a guy without telling anybody. Oh gosh. (laughs) About three people knew at the time. Yeah. And then, yeah, it was. It just stemmed to be very difficult from that because all my family was ringing and calling me and texting me and everything. Like they were like, like some of them were saying, "Oh my God, we're so proud of you. Well done, you. You know, we're just, you know, why didn't you tell us? You know, we're always here and stuff like that." And I thought that was like very heartbreaking. And then I had someone close in my, like really, really close to my family, who called me up. I couldn't answer any of the phone calls that they left. I waited for it to go to voicemail. Uh huh. Um, and this person left a voice, a very hard melting voicemail so i ended up listening to that ended up bawling my eyes out because i was like this person is so right in a sense but was it negative or positive positive it was 110 percent positive but it was just this person saying that i'm always there for you and stuff like that i felt like i felt like i betrayed them in a sense because obviously like i didn't tell them like i trust them enough but you just couldn't this person to absolute pieces but i just it's just like ripping the bandage off but gone wrong. Yeah, yeah. in a sense. You didn't yeah. consider the after but in a the sense, aftermath. The aftermath. In a sense that I don't think people should have to come out. I don't see like there's so much stigma around people coming out. Yeah. Yeah. It should they should be part of the norm. Like being exactly, yeah, like when obviously when you're born <laughs> you don't just go, Oh my god, that child's gay. That child's a heterosexual, that child's non-binary. Yeah, a heterosexual. So you shouldn't do that with being Shouldn't right. be the norm. No, exactly. Like, yeah. I understand kind of where it is, why like people consider it to be, but it shouldn't. If I came home with a guy 
would you assume that I'm gay or would you assume that I'm straight or bi or what? Like, would you assume that this guy's a friend? Would you assume this guy is my boyfriend? Well, from a parent's perspective, not that I'm a parent, but if I were your parent in that situation, to be honest, I don't think I particularly care as long as you were being safe. Yeah. Then just do whatever the hell you want as long as it's safe and, you know, consensual and all that. Oh, I'm the same. I think as long as you're being safe and as long as I think... As long as they get good vibes from the person, because, you know, as long as they're not, like... Serial killer. Serial killer, you know, knife kind <laughs> of vibes. Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah. Oh, gosh. As long as, <laughs> as long as it looks like a good fit, then it doesn't matter what it is, as long as it's a good, good to you. Yeah. Yeah, agreed. See, but when I came out, that's when I really discovered all about me. Yeah. In a sense, it's like I kept a part of me hidden mm. from me, which is weird to say, but... I 100% true. understand. So, that felt weird. I don't, I've always known deep down that, yeah, I like guys. Well, I still do like guys. <laughs> we all know I like guys. Still to this day, it's, I just think back and like, oh my God, it, it's crazy. Like, all the things that, like, I could do without, like, I'm just like, ah, oh, well, I don't care who judges me. I don't care anymore. Like, yeah. you've seen it yourselves with me. I don't care. No. But yeah, I just think there's, there's so much stigma around it and it just needs addressing in a sense. Yeah, 100%. It it needs to be improved. Like, I could walk around college and I could, you know, there's not one negative thing I could say to anyone. Yeah. If anything, I'd be like, oh my God, you go, girl. But then I also feel like I should be saying that in a sense because I'm just like, well, what if they take it the wrong way? Absolutely. Yeah, I think that it's very sort of thin ice. It can either go really well or really wrong, so you have to be careful. Sorry, I've got a few questions to ask you. Okay. And I just want your own views about this. Okay. Um, yeah, you can take, you decide what's happening with this. So, but, like, how would you feel like the community defines you? Like, because the LGBT community is an umbrella for all people, whether you're straight, whether you're gay, whether you're non-binary, whether you're asexual, whether you're bi, whether you're a lesbian. Queer. Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> it goes on, it goes on, it goes on. It is an umbrella term. People need to realise that it's not just for people with different sexualities to heterosexual because heterosexuality heterosexuals. I mean, they have a flag. If that have, counts. They have, yeah, they have a flag, but not only that, they are included in the umbrella term. Well. well, yeah, because I suppose it's all yeah, about it's like one of the sexual attraction. Exactly. So, amongst other things, obviously, yeah. but that's one of the main sort of things. If yeah. you attracted to the opposite gender and only the opposite gender then I suppose 100% no, I'll let you answer first so oh god so how do you feel the community defines you um well I'm asexual so I don't have any sexual attraction to males or females you go, <laughs> um, um, so for me I don't know it kind of it's definitely a part of me and it's always been a part of me but because it's almost like I lack that side of humanness um that the as though i do sort of identify as it and it is important to me but it's not like a huge part of my life because for me that would be like celebrating making a huge part of my life something that i've not got yeah if that makes sense absolutely i get that um but i still like it still matters to me and for me i had to kind of come out and that was a whole ordeal um and there's the stigma again about people coming 
yeah exactly and for me I wasn't sure like do I have to come out like yeah. by the way parents I'm not going to be attracted to males or females it's not like I'm gay or I'm bi or anything like that it's like I don't like it's not anything visual yeah outside world and also like so many people don't know about yeah. asexuality so that it, they were just kind of like uh what but um, yeah so th- th- you also kind of have to explain it but if you were to say I'm gay then there's already quite a lot of yeah. sort of information in the world about that so so like just going back to what you said before mm-hmm. about um asexuality not really being heard of yeah would you say that people need to openly talk about this maybe more or it needs to be demonstrated more as part of the lgbtq plus umbrella or what would give us your views on that yeah 100 percent. i think it's um because it, even asexuality itself is a huge umbrella term and there's lots of different subcategories and then you've got like aromantics and it's a whole mess. Well, not a mess, but like it's a whole thing. Yeah. Um, and I think that it needs to be discussed more in the media because so many people don't know about it. Um, and I think it just, it needs more exposure and more education put out there from schools and stuff just so people know about it and then you don't have to explain yourself when somebody asks. Well. Yeah, because I feel like if, you, as I said before, if somebody's like, oh, what what sexuality are you like? They're gay. You're like, oh, okay, cool. But if um, they're like, what sexuality are you? And you say ace, um, they're like, what's that then? Um, you know not wanting to explore in that kind yeah. of sense of way is an option though. Like, yeah, it definitely yeah. should be more sort of well known just purely because then it's a pain having to explain yourself and some people are like oh that's a bit boring then isn't it and it's like well maybe (laughs) well that was lovely thank you Sophia for your views and well not your views but for how you feel that the community defines you no problem Keely you're up next well I am I I find it very much as a um, kind of like a, a learning curve because I am unlabeled. I don't want to label myself. I don't feel the need to. I'll just... If, like, the right person comes along, that that works. I just kind of want love. Yeah. yeah. But I think having the community and having so many labels and having it so... become more and more prominent in the world of, like, being known, it's very much telling you the options and... It, it's just very much a guide, really. Yeah. As it, 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 fe- it feels more like a safe space. Like, oh, well, here's all, here are all your options. But without the community, it would be very much a, a stuck world of feeling trapped in your sexuality on your own. So just yeah. going back to what you just said about you being unlabeled, even though you're unlabeled, do you feel like you benefit from the community in a sense? I feel like... Or, like, you take part and stuff like that, or would you say because you're unlabeled you wouldn't oh I absolutely would because I feel like taking part of the community is not just about yourself but it's about supporting others as well yeah like so an I, ally I sort of thing a lot of my friends are LGBT and even though I don't want to label myself I'm so proud of them for labeling themselves so I love to you know go to pride and you know donate yeah. when I can just so it helps others it's like the community isn't yeah. just for yourself it's for everyone else as well exactly yeah so 100 <laughs> Um, so, another question. Mm-hmm. Sophia. We'll oh, that's you. me. <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> Thank you very much
if you wouldn't, why not? I think I wouldn't necessarily hugely go out of my way because some people travel so far to go to a Pride event. And I wouldn't necessarily do that because, as I say, it's not like a huge part. It's definitely a part of who I am, but it's not a huge part. Also, the fact that lots of people don't know anymore, like my close friends and family yeah. know about it. I'm not like going to go around shouting about it and having it not define me, but having it as it's not like, a defining factor. No, it's just it's just there. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah. But I would definitely go to Pride. I support Pride, not just as an ace, but also, as Keely said, to be an ally to all the others and, like, obviously to bring attention and appreciate the struggles that certain people go through because of their sexuality or gender or all of that sort of thing. I think it's really important. And I would definitely, say if there was one here, I would want to go to it because... Plus, it's, it's fun, you know, yeah. people celebrating who they are and dressing up in, like, nice, colourful clothes and just having fun and not having to hide themselves from the yeah. world. See, like, I, for me personally, I would 100% take part in Pride events if I am able to. Yeah. But only because, for one, it's a massive part of who I am. It makes mm. up, like, they say, I think it's, like, 80% of your body is made up of water. Eighty percent of my body is not made up of water, and eighty percent of my body is made up of gainers. <laughs> um, but I would one hundred percent go, not only just to witness the atmosphere and to see everyone there celebrating as a community, as a collective, to you know celebrate who they are. I'd also want to go because, like, I know who I am. Yeah. In a sense, I didn't want to put that out there. Like, I'd love to do that when I went, but I'd also love to go and make friends as well. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a good like, insight it, to the community. Exactly, it's almost like, like you're networking great. with yeah. other people <laughs> yeah. like you. It's, like, yeah. it's, it'll be amazing. Like, you could go one day and you could make a friend for life. Yeah, you could meet your like your soulmate. Yeah. Exactly. Because it's basically a group of people like you. So you're more likely to find somebody that you've got lots of similarities with. Exactly. Um, but me, it's like me, I've got a friend in Newcastle. Um, yeah, he's gay. Mm-hmm. It's nothing, you know, nothing that shouldn't be happening. We are purely just friends. Yeah. And he's amazing. He's honestly amazing. Like, we've never met before. We speak all the time. Um, but he's planning on coming down to the northwest for a bit. Yeah. So I might be seeing him, you know, just to, like, meet him and say hi and all that and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I think that's also beneficial because not only, like, if I went to Pride, not only would I like my, like, my straight friends to be there or, like... Allies and like stuff, that, and yeah. Yeah. I'd also like someone who could, you know, also relate to yeah. me in a sense. Yeah, you want to s- your community to be there as well, yeah. so then you can feel as part of it. 100%. Right, Keely. Oh. Your oh. turn. <laughs> Would you take part in Pride events? Like I said, absolutely. Um, again, not just for myself, but to really just help other people feel, like, accepted. Because I feel like if you go to Pride, the more people there, the just better it feels it feels like oh there is actually a lot of people out there that feels accept, like accepts people yeah. especially if you're at home and you're just in a such a toxic environment like I know my friend who's gay um at our high school he faced a lot of homophobia and a lot of violence towards him for that and pride was a safe space for him because he felt very much like oh there is a lot of people out there yeah. like there is it is beyond the brinks of 
just the locals who are homophobic. There is like those safe spaces out there. A whole other world out there. Yeah. 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 100% it is such a safe space for people. Yeah. Right, so this question they more about Sophia. Oh, okay. When did you realise that you were a part of a community made up of many different people with different life stories but not only that though they have different life stories but they also have different stories in a sense to becoming a part of that community well first of all me sort of becoming a part of not becoming a part of the community because I guess I kind of always have been ever since I was born but um for me personally I didn't want to identify as LGBTQ plus for like such a long time I wanted to be straight and normal I say in quotation marks but um not because I had anything against it I personally are an ally but I just know that there's lots of stigma that comes with it yeah and I didn't want to be involved in that because when you say that you're LGBT, they automatically assume, well, then you must be, like, loud and, you know, all the stereotypes that yeah, come with it. And yeah. I didn't want that, especially considering, as I said before, most of LGBT is all about sexual attraction or gender and stuff. Yeah. And I've always, I'm like, well, I'm female. So you wanted to push away Yeah, from... and I don't want to talk about sexual attraction because I don't have any. <laughs> so for me, I was kind of just like, no, no thanks. But, um... And to be honest, for ages I was like, I thought I was bi, but not. It's weird, because I was like, I don't really find males attractive, but I find them just yeah. as attractive as females, so I guess I kind of like both. But in truth, I didn't find either of them attractive. I found them the same like rate of unattractiveness, <laughs> yeah. if that makes sense. Yeah. I was like, that's a human body, and this is a human body. There's nothing yeah. towards either of them that I prefer. So that's why I, I kind of thought, oh, I must be bi then, but I don't want to be bi. And then I was like, wait, no, no, you're not. You don't like either. Yeah, I love the point you made about um, that the LGBTQ plus community is more about sexual attraction. Yeah. I don't disagree with you, but I do think that you are correct. It's more about who you want to be with, in a sense. Kind of, yeah. It's like massive dating. But there is a... <laughs> I do agree I mean, with Sophia, though. There is a consistent the, stigma. Yeah. yeah. If you come out as LGBT, the first thought anyone thinks is, as often as it is, you want to sleep with that gender. Oh, oh yeah. Right. It, Lots so, of my friends are bi, and whenever they told me, they was like, but don't think that I want to sleep with you, or any of or any of like the, friend, the friends of girls, and we're like, no, I, well, we don't, but okay. <laughs> um, but yeah. And a part of when I realised that I was part of it, I struggled to come to terms with it for so long. And then earlier this year, actually, was when I was like, just stop pretending that you're not this thing. It is yeah. you. You are this thing. You race and just deal with it. <laughs> so then that took me a while and I kind of kept it to myself. And then I told my best friend and then a few other of my, my, my close friends. And there was like, girl, we knew. We knew all along. <laughs> you didn't have to tell us because it was so obvious. And then one of my friends didn't really understand it and she came out with some of like the stereotypical things like oh you just haven't met the right person yet or stuff like that and then I'm trying to explain to her and I don't think she could properly get it but I mean it's okay yeah she she's like do whatever you want really but she don't really understand it and with that one of my famous sayings you do you girl <laughs> <laughs> you do you anyway Keely hello have you got anything to watch Maybe? Anything? Um, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> what was the question? Um, 
when did you realise that you were a part of the community made up of many different people with different life stories, but not only life stories, coming out stories? Oh, yeah. I think all my life, when everyone was like, oh, I'm straight and this, and I always thought, okay, am I though? Like, mm. <laughs> I, I, I've never really put thought into it and then at one point I put too much thought into it oh 100% and I was like there. I can't none of them are fitting and then there was a good point where I thought I was ace or I was like aromantic and I, at this point I'm just like no no labels <laughs> I'm just gonna see what happens and then if I ever yeah. feel like I need a label then I'll figure it out no 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 if well, you ever feel like you need a label label got the Keely label. Exactly. Got the but label. I, I just don't so feel the need guys, to. On this podcast, we've come up with a new label. Keely, <laughs> the Keely. It's called uh, The Keely. <laughs> I think that's the great thing about it as well. Like, it's so fluid and you can change how you... Well, not necessarily... You're not necessarily changing how you feel, but you can change how you identify yeah. as your life goes on and as you find different things out about yourself. Yeah, exactly. And that's the beauty of it. Do you think that Pride Month is beneficial? Do you think that, because I know there's a lot of stigma around Pride Month. Yeah. But I just want to hear your thoughts about, do you think it's beneficial? Do you think it's not beneficial? Do you think that it's nice having it? Or do you think that, yes, we have it, but not enough is done? I have some immediate Mm -hmm. thoughts. Go on. Go on then, Keely. I think the overall, if you look into all aspects... It is beneficial because the main thing that is bought from Pride is raising money for LGBT charities that support people who no, are not in. Only that, not only no, but I mean that's one of the key factors that yeah, comes dude, from it. Is I, I get that, but it's like I know for a fact that I see this pretty much most when Pride Month's on, when when Pride Month happens, should I say? I see that I think it's like sixty percent of the money goes. That's to, what I mean. Yeah, like it goes to like help fighting AIDS and HIV. Yeah, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like, like all the, the all the profit it goes to. So I think if you look yeah. at it overall, it is so necessary and so good because without Pride, I don't think as much money would be put into those charities or fundables. And then mm. I also think it's just, it's a safe space. It's just a nice, safe time. I think some companies handle it wrong. So oh, like yeah. when you go to Asda <laughs> and there's a t-shirt that says... I'm gay slay yas and it's like <laughs> what like that it feels homophobic sometimes but it's like okay you do you so sometimes when you look at that aspect it's like okay we're handling something wrong here. maybe we need a bit better marketing. yeah sometimes we need to think about this but I think overall the bigger picture it is so much it is so worth it mm-hmm. yeah. I agree with that but also in addition I think it's important and we need it because it, anything that really brings attention to it in a positive way is beneficial in some form. Yeah, it's, absolutely. And also people feel safer to come out during Pride Month. Yeah. But not only that, it's the same with like Black History Month and all that sort of thing. It, because it's becoming so um, big and like it's on the TV and it's in adverts and it's on posters, it's becoming more normalised. So as a result, children being born into the world now are going to grow up with this thing being more normalised and being more sort of talked about. Well, just going to just going to that last sentence you said, I know someone who absolutely supports the LGBTQ plus community unconditionally. Yeah. Like when I came out to this person, they started crying that I trusted them and everything like that. I thought it was absolutely beautiful. Yeah. However, when it comes to 
when it comes to children learning about mm-hmm. it, this person who I know has always said that wait until they're in high school yeah. first before they start because I know some people, well, family friends who have children, yeah. I know that they have already started questioning their sexuality in a mm-hmm. sense and they're not even halfway through primary school yet. Yeah. But in a sense, I get where you're coming from with that. Yeah. But in a sense, I also feel like that maybe save it for high school in a sense because in primary school, they shouldn't really be thinking about, oh, well. Yeah, I, I agree with that. And but I think, it can, I think it can really impact against body images in a sense because of yeah. obviously... It's, yeah. it's it's confusing. Yeah. 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 Um, but at least it's because of, obviously, over everybody sort of talks about it now. At least they know it's okay. Yeah. Like, it's not odd. Um, and also, I mean, as an ace person, I'm probably not the best person to sort of judge. But I feel like you don't really know what your sexuality is until you get to kind of puberty. Because that's when, you know, your hormones start changing and you get more you know sexually we're well, getting ready to be sexually active um but i mean i don't know some people say that they've known all their life which is fair enough but i think lots of people only really discover it once they become get to that sexual maturity sort of time in their life which is high school which is why it's crucial especially in like year seven and going onwards throughout high school that it needs to be discussed properly and more um insightfully i agree however I've I completely agree with the point that it can be overwhelming. However, we do have to consider that why we shouldn't separate the LGBT community and make that a high school and above thing, but allow children from the age of, what, three to learn about straight romance and straight relationships. Ooh, because that's, that's a really, really from good the, point. From the age of three, I was making my dolls married. I was making my two man and woman rabbit, Sylvanians, married. So what, and in, so I'm not saying you have to learn about it all if you're primary school, but I think it should definitely, if we, if children are exposed to straight relationships and stuff like that in primary school, they should also know that is also a safe route. 100%. Yeah, going Going back to what you just said, I've got a very valid point. Yeah, I believe that like it, it could be touched on in primary school and stuff like that, but when it goes into about like maybe like sexual details, obviously, oh, yeah, 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 obviously, yeah. absolutely, yeah. No, absolutely. I'm but, just saying a ballpoint needs like, to be mentioned. Yeah, like maybe having some kids book where it's like dad and dad. Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's yeah, just uh, small little because things. that's another thing. If you secluded from primary school, a lot of kids have like LGBT parents yeah. Yeah. if they go home and say oh my god I'm learning about woman and man relationships all my friends have woman and man dad and mum yeah. I have dad and dad pause there is an issue with me they need to know yeah. that's a normal so I'm not saying they don't exactly need to be taught about well they do need to be taught about it in like year 6 year 5 but I'm saying reception age it just needs to be shown they don't need to know the sexual side of things but they just need to know it's okay yeah they just normal. need to know it's an option like, like if- oh Here's a book about two dads. Oh, we're reading about, like, yeah, these two rabbits that are roommates, you because know? Because if 
say for example you're watching a Disney film and there's a princess and a prince and they're uh, yes, falling I mean, in love if you're allowed to have that kind of maturity when it comes to relationships putting your face from such a young age about it being a straight relationship that's what I'm saying why shouldn't it you should have it also as... be an option of the other yeah others. exactly you should, we should have like gay Disney princesses and you know 100% it's... well that's what I'm hoping for I'm hoping for like like I know you're doing a bit of work now on representation like, and stuff yeah basically. so yes um, but not only that though, it's like you mentioned um, whether you want me to quote this or not. You, <laughs> well, I hope you do. It's you fine. mentioned about like Marvel being a, like a major franchise. Yeah. And that they don't have anything really much to do with the LGBT. I mean, community. recently there's been like I think there was a gay couple in Eternals, and one of the main yeah, characters was yeah. gay. And I think there might have been a few other things. There has been. Oh, nice. um, nice in the see. new Love and Thunder's Cog. Oh yeah, they're yeah. all. They're, everybody's yeah, getting everyone's that, that film, film. which yeah. is great. It's nice, it's nice to see that, like Marvel and Disney have been around for quite a long time. They've been along quite. They've been around for quite a long time, but it's nice to see them finally adapt and change. Yeah. To meet this generation society yeah and I, I just my head in how people's like oh disney's becoming more woke marvel's becoming more woke and it's like to a degree maybe they are doing it for the marketing to get sort of like the thumbs up yeah. but at the same time it's needed to happen for a long time yeah. and now it's finally happening people that don't like it if it's overdone into a sense where it's kind of silly and doesn't make sense then fair enough no i agree with but that. having that representation it's really important and they need to sort of it needs to be allowed to happen without getting slagged off. And as long as it's done right, then... I absolutely you know. agree. I think there's a few examples out there where it's like, I am the female lead woman. I am powerful oh woman God. independently. And it's like, right, you've... All right, we get clearly, it. Yeah, we get it now. Like It's almost it becoming yeah. sexist. Yeah. Oh, that's because you I have mean. to point that's it out. That's it feels like. Why can't we just have... A female woman that's independent and strong, but it doesn't have to be shouted in our face. It's just there. I like and we can girl. just witness yeah. it. Or like an LGBT character that's yeah. just... It's just briefly... Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. in Fall of and Thunder... Yeah, that's what I mean, sure Korg. Was, well, yeah, Korg, but also... Valkyrie, um, she was like, yeah, the woman like, I loved. Yeah, the woman I loved. Let me just interrupt. To all the uh, listeners out there, yeah, this contains um, spoilers to Fall of and Thunder. Oh, right, yeah. Somebody spoiled it. But, yeah, it's... Um, it's just one of them things. It should just be there. And if yeah. it needs... In the context, if it needs to be discussed, then fair enough. But if it doesn't, then maybe don't, because then it's making a thing out of it that it shouldn't be. Yeah, 100%. So I think with that, we've got some very beneficial answers. We've got a lovely insight from used to wonderful people <laughs> who have got completely different perspectives. Is it right to say that, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Right different, so. different experiences. Yeah, different experiences, yeah. Of the LGBT community. Yes. But... In a sense, your answers as well, like some of your some of your answers as well, are the same. Yeah. Which is good to see because, like, it's clearly quite it's an clear, yeah, a hundred percent, yeah, a hundred percent. So with that, I'm gonna finish off with uh, a little LGBT saying. Okay. Um, I don't know whether you, I don't know whether you want to be included on in on this one. Sure. Why not? It's up to you. Really? Um, oh, are we all saying it at once? Yeah. Oh, okay. uh, that sounds like a task. Oh, it does. Now we're going to have to get I'll timing you. and everything can you, right. Yeah, so you can, first, you can say uh, Yeah, we can. Um, we'll, we'll, no, can we not just, like, laugh and cheer? <laughs> Woo! I'm not a reader kind of gal. Okay. Okay. 
So I'm going to finish off with a little LGBT plus thing. And it is, I am a Fruit Loop in a world of Cheerios. Woo! <laughs> and with that, guys, this is me podcast. This episode is now finished. Thank you, Keely. Thank you, Sophia, for being a part of this amazing podcast. I hope to see you again very soon on this podcast. It was our pleasure. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Thank you for having us. Thank you for being here. Thank you for hearing us out. We can ramble. (laughs) Bye. 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 Bye.